Welcome to Look Who's Talking. The NFL season is back. If there's 50 of your favorite days of your life, the day of your firstborn child, the day you get married, and 48 starting NFL Sundays. We got Survivor, we got Touchdown Survivor, we got Team LTD Pick 6, we got Bills Jets on Monday Night Football on 9-11. Here we go. Freestyle. Yeah, you're back and so are we. Thank you for popping us in your ears. We're your favorite NFL gambling show for our seventh year running. From coast to coast, the great country, Canada. My name's Jeff with a G. Uh, We got our producer, Huck Media, and his wonderful team at Huck Media producing all 149 of our episodes. And with a fantastic hair day going on, I must say, we got Weird Mike, a.k.a. uh, Mike Angeletti, hanging out. At Centennial Studios, our original gangster. Uh, I'm up here in Muskoka. We got Huck Daddy in his new fort uh, in downtown Toronto. And we are pumped to have you back. Thank you for all your support over the years and playing all of our contests and just being awesome. Look who's talkers. Uh, Firing those DMs for props picks, anything you want, who you live betting today. Hit us up at Hughes Talking on Instagram, TikTok. You can hit up Weird Mike on Instagram at Weird Mike, Weird M I C. Or check out Ad Hoc Media for any and all media needs. We are going to talk about Survivor. We're going to talk about our two contests that we're running this year. Uh, Touchdown Survivor and our Team LTD Pick 6. Team LTD is giving away 800 bucks of prizes. It's a free contest. Both contests are free. Uh, we have a link on our Hughes Talking right now uh, to sign up for the Pick 6. You might miss the Kansas City-Detroit game, but that's all good. Unless you signed up already. Uh, and yeah, that's free to enter. The top three t- top three. Uh, handicappers at the end of the season is too hard. Uh, and then we got a touchdown survivor, which is a lot of fun. Everyone played last year. It's a different type of survivor game. Probably never played before, but you never want to stop playing. Pick one player every weekend to get one touchdown. You can't pick the same player twice. Yeah, it's awesome. No throwing touchdowns. So if you're picking a quarterback, he's got to run it in. Yeah, and you're going to win a whole bunch of storyteller beverages. Shout out to our two sponsors for giving away a bunch of prizes. We love you. Go to teamltdshop.com and follow at Storyteller Beverages. All right. Everyone's got favorite days. Uh, Weird Mike, you know, he's got favorite months. He's got favorite weeks. Sometimes Mondays feel like Thursdays. Sometimes Fridays feel like February. I don't know. He's a very emotional guy. All right. But let me tell you, every single opening Thursday of my my NFL adult life, uh, I'd like, I, I think I like a little bit more than Christmas now. Sorry, Phil. Sorry, Phil Nolan. Uh, but I do. All right. The slate's wide open. Everyone's O and O. And as a lifelong Bills fan, O and O has been pretty good for a while. Uh, now we got Josh Allen. So that's not good enough anymore. Is there anyone more hungry? Let me tell you, are we, are we about to watch a Monday night football? The start of this Bills 30 for 30, maybe even a movie one day, Chris Pratt starring Josh Allen. They kind of look alike. All right. I know you're thinking about it, Mike. I know you are. Either way, uh, we got some, we got not. survivor picks. I got a Potomac teaser for you, and more. I'm just so fired up to talk about the NFL season. Uh, let's have some fun. Yes, Jeffrey. Thank you for making me a part of this wonderful tradition. Now into our seventh season, 149 episode. Huckster, good to see you. Can't wait to hit the junction for an episode. Tell Bowie. I'm rolling, okay? And now that I'm 40, took it hard. Whoa. Uh, I've got some different perspectives that will be unfolding 
as the new NFL and Look Who's Talking season unfolds. So stay tuned. Very excited. Welcome back, everybody. Weird Mike, Weekend Daddy in the house this weekend and every weekend until the Lombardi Trophy is lifted. And I'm super excited for that marquee matchup, 9-11, Bills-Jets, take off the season. Woo! Now, for anyone who's known Weird Mike since high school, like I have, knows that I feel like this is a kind of a culmination of age for you, 40, because you've been dressing like you're 40 years old since you were 16. (laughs) See, it always did wonder with the older ladies, but now the older ladies trying to be the younger ladies, the younger ladies hate the older. So I'm caught in this time warp of fashion and faux pas. You, you're one of the only guys I know that could go back to something that he wore in grade 10 and be like, oh, this is perfect. Like, <laughs> right now, look at this leather jacket and corduroy. I'm good to go. Part of the aging process was a purge here at Centennial. So uh, running a little leaner and meaner, at least in the hallways, not necessarily on the uh, the thighs or the muffin top. But Well, every year you get older, you become a better golfer, and I'm losing more money to you, so it's pissing me <clears> off. That, that is correct. Although, I did take it out on you boys. I was getting spanked by those Sri Lankan crews. Shout out all those boys on the east side of the snake pit. But, um, yes, I did shoot a career low 75 yeah. on my birthday, everyone. It was, I was there. It was a saving grace for the pity I was tossing myself for three weeks that I unceremoniously dumped on huck while we were waiting for you to start the show Hugh. by the way <laughs> yeah, sorry <laughs> thank you for that huckster and you owe you owe you owe huckster an apology by the way go ahead and do that right now jeff i'm sorry huck daddy <laughs> also big shout out to uh, my boy the water ski barbarian aka craig waits we got our power a big power outage up here in muskoka and he's letting me use his power the shower and uh he'll probably give me an old-fashioned if i asked him he's just the best guy ever big cfl fan number one in your hearts Craig Waits. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on. You know, obviously the off season's full of a little jimble jumble, a little bullshit. Uh, people get, you know, there's nothing to write about. There's no games. So stuff gets, there's a peer think to it. There's a, you know, it's like, it's like when you're watching Netflix uh, with your significant other and there's a whole bunch of stuff you really want to watch. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that she really wants to watch. But you don't agree on those, right? You end up watching the compromise movie, you know, like the movie that neither you hate, but, but more importantly, neither. Of you okay, like. sure. No, neither of you like, but you watch the compromise movie. There's a whole bunch of off-season favorites and off-season picks that I feel like are kind of a peer think, a peer group think compromise, and that brings us to a really early. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Truth of the week, folks, is don't anoint teams and don't anoint quarterbacks in the offseason just because no one will disagree with you. All right? It's okay to be bold. It's okay for people to just laugh in your face. All right? My number one offseason pick was the Rams over six and a half, uh, six and a half wins. I get laughed at. It's all right. I got Stafford McVay. Nothing's been written about them this this summer, and people don't like that. So, for instance, Derek Carr has been anointed, and the Saints have just been anointed to the head of this division. Atlanta's suddenly good. 
Because what? They got a running back? All right. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, I love I love the Jags this year. I'm high on the Jags this year. But to just throw them on every single division parlay that you're making, because it's just generally agreed upon as almost a net a Netflix compromise. Oh yeah, well the Jags are gonna win that division. Are they? Okay. Are they? They've won the division once in like 19 years. Again, I think they got the best QB. I think they got a great team. But uh in the words of look who's talking for five straight seasons on this show more than any other fucking Canadian show. What do we do, Hawk? We remember the Titans. All right. Again, nothing's been written about them. They're boring off season. All right. They're still the same weird Mike Rabel Titans that they've always been. And they're going to fight and claw and battle for nine, 10 wins, which is probably all it's going to take in that division. Anointing. All right. Just the, the football gambling media has expanded exponentially. And now there's a whole bunch of people who don't bet who are telling you what to bet. I'm not saying we're the sharpest, but there's dumber. And uh, you got to just watch the group think that's taking place across the whole spectrum of NFL media. You got something to say about that, Mike? Yeah, a lot of way dumber people. Remember, there's a difference between watching and analyzing and piggybacking. All right. So too much noise. And I'm proud to say that we began before the noise. We did. AKA trusted, trued. Okay. Sorry about the truth there. I guess I was, that was pounded on my chest like a silverback there. I was, that's okay. That's okay. Trude. Hey, you know what? We make up a new word almost every show. And this week it's trued. <laughs> All right. True that, bro. True that. So just watch out, uh, you know, the Detroit Lions to win the to win the division is an insanely popular pick. Okay, in my opinion, that <laughs> so is dumb. an absolutely even division. They could all just be plus one sixty to win the division, and that would make sense to me. So I don't know why everyone's anointing the Lions. They're a good team. They're better than they used to be. But are they that much better than the Packers, Bears, and Vikings? No, I would even argue not even at the top. So let's see where Jared Goff and these. Kneecap biting lions can go, but just be careful of the off season anointing. So they just won't be shocked three weeks in when they're one and two. And that goes for the Saints too. All right, that's, that's that's truth of the week. Just watch out for the off season because I feel like it's more of a group think than it ever has been because there's ten thousand NFL gambling media outlets now, and there used to be about ten. <laughs> So I made my first ever division parlay yesterday. So did Jeff, I. Well, not my first you, ever, but I made one yesterday. As you suffered in the darkness, I made Baltimore, Buffalo, Tennessee, Chargers, Eagles, Falcons, Seahawks, Vikings. Twelve dollars pays one hundred grand. Let's go. What, what, there's what a, there's that? two houses in Bowmanville. <laughs> I woke up really mad that I didn't put. 24 on it. And nevertheless, um, we don't got to dissect it because the futures world ain't what she used to be. So I just did some nibbling. The days of me dropping two G's on a Ravens win total. Remember that year here? I think it was season three. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we talked about their schedule. Like they, they only traveled about 10 miles in the whole season. Yeah. yeah it, was a, it was a big 10 schedule. 
was the headline. <laughs> this episode, you know, 68 or something. But, um, you know, I'm going to wave my big old finger at the Ontario government for ruining the futures market. Okay. Now with all this authorization and upfront this and all the bonuses are long gone, nobody wants to drop two, three K on a Vikings division winner at plus whatever it is you said, like those aren't great odds. I don't want to stare at that all year. I don't want to be tempted with this cash out. The futures market is weak. I got a futures for it. It's called the weekly futures. Who's going to win this week? That's fucking hard enough. Okay. (laughs) Weekly futures. That's good. (laughs) The, the, the Doug Ford bullshit with all this legalized thing, big step back on the few. I want Frankie on the block back just for futures isn't there room for both can't they coexist you know people stop selling cron on the corner because they just got steamrolled but i think frankie and you know he can come back there's some room for him okay so just to translate that for everybody because i actually quite agree with mike but you know sometimes he speaks and look who's talking code that uh uh basically when back when we all had bookies and you just got you had a line of credit every week, whether it was a thousand, two thousand, you know, five hundred, couple hundred, or for you know bigger fish, bigger whales like Mike, maybe more. You can throw down a lot on your futures bets because you're not going to owe it for six months if you lose it. And by that point, you could probably hedge against it. Yeah. So sometimes I I got to remind myself of that too, because I still play on that hedging system and I'm telling people, Hey, make this futures bet. And then you can hedge against it thinking that you're so sort of still betting with $2,000 of credit, which gives you all this, all these chips to play. But because of the legality of betting now, which is awesome in some respects and not so awesome in other respects, such as your futures market or how much money that you want to actually take from your own pocket just to throw down on the Ravens to win 10 and a half wins or something like that. So anyway, that's my futures. And it's uh, and it's discouraging because in the in the lead up to the season was always one of my favorite times. I was Me too. diving into training camp rosters and what's the depth charts and what's the vibe. And now I really care about is all is the week one injury report like. What's now, to be, yeah, to be fair, I, I do remind myself that, uh, you know, I am a professional stunt flyboarder and MC, which is a lot of fun and has taken me around the world. However, there are some people on this podcast that are listening right now that make a lot more money than I do. So they do actually have um, the chips to listen to some of the stuff we said. Shout out to uh, my buddy Adam from Storyteller Beverages and some of our big whales that do listen. Um, shout out Rob McDonald and all all everyone at his wedding. Those big Chiefs fans. <laughs> anyway, there's some there's some big futures still going on, but yes, it has taken some of the fun out of it for me for sure. I got to be a little more selective now, which is why I did post this on at Hughes Talking. Check us out. My favorite futures bet of the year. Uh, not to get your money back necessarily because this is definitely a value bet. If you missed it, Dalton Kincaid. The Bills rookie tight end from the Utah Utes plus four thousand to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. If he scores a couple early touchdowns against the Jets, that's going to go from plus four thousand to plus fifteen hundred real quick. I feel like he's up against Bijan Robinson, possibly a quarterback and a couple of receivers. But shit, I think in the end he's going to be the one in the Hall of Fame. I feel really strongly about this kid because he cost me a lot of money versus USC last year. 
Anyway, uh, that's my future. I also gave you the Rams over six and a half wins. I like the Rams to win the division. This is before I found out about the Cooper Cup injuries. Don't like that, but still have the best quarterback in the division. I don't think Brock Purdy's been really tested yet, and he will be. And I think Seattle's a good team, but I think that division's a little more even, at least for the three teams, not the Cardinals. But here's the thing with that Rams win total. You're basically getting two wins for free when the Rams play the Cardinals, as long as Stafford is not hurt. You know, you said that to me a week ago, and I liked it. And you just said it now, and I freaking hate it. <laughs> Absolutely hate it. That is not that is not a locked up two wins. Okay, we all know Arizona is going to win three, four games. Where are they going to come? One or two is going to come in the division, right? Like that's that's very realistic. Sure. Um, so I'm a more concerned, very concerned about our beloved Bills, Jeff. And before we dive into Week One. I want to talk a little buff here. There is so much pressure on the early games to keep the faith. No, nobody wants to be in Stefan Diggs' corner week three at one and two. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of pressure early. I'm not even saying first games. Are, I'm not, the first game is, you know, you lose it, you lose it, you're on the road, division, might not get a call, Monday night screw job. Oh, it's crook, it's cooking. It's brewing, okay? Don't think it's not, folks. So the first game is a little bit more irrelevant than the totality of the first four in in all of them together. So, you know, one and three is, you know, hot seat and bail and start looking inward and, and you know, the locker room is an organism, right? It's It feeds off itself. So a lot of pressure, very worried about the first four. Um, and they got another heavy primetime sked, Hugh. Bad break for our beloved Bills boys, man. Very few one o'clock games. They got a London game. Okay. That's a little, you know, spoke in the, uh, or thorn in the spoke, as they say. They spend a lot of time at Orchard Park, man. I bet they're kind of pumped to get, get out. Like, let's, let's go see the world a bit. You know, <laughs> it's a lot of Popeye's chicken. <laughs> Nevertheless, West Her, New York. I got you, Steve Tasker. It can be, it can be some. But we're talking about inside the lines, inside the hedges on Sunday. Yep. That's what all really matters. I yep. get what you're saying. And it's very funny and very true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know get me out of here. Like, so if, you, if you lived in Brantford, you know, like, and you were off on a work trip to London, that's going to make you really tired. Like, you're fired up. Get me out of here. Just What's that record. little burger place that me, you, and Hearns and Harris used to hit on the way to the casino? Fast Eddie's. Fast Eddie's, bro. I miss those burgers. Oh, shut up. We're going to get a Fast Eddie sponsorship. Leslie, we're going to Bradford. <laughs> so you got, I'm going to make a declaration. I'm going to make a declaration right here, right now. Here. The only Bills game I will attend this year is the AFC title game at Orchard Park. I will pay top dollar and go full bananas if they make it. All right? I'm not going to hate all year. But if they do, I'll give it all back on that fateful Sunday. I feel like that'd be a really, really good Tinder uh, profile caption. I'm going to go top dollar. Would you say I'm going to go top, top, top dollar? dollar and full bananas? Full bananas. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and use it because not too many nibbles on the other, other end of that line once you turn 40, Jeff. I, I haven't updated my bracket. Okay, you stop smiling, huckster, there in the junction. All right. <laughs> Uh, all right. 
Uh, yeah, just quickly before we go into week one, we're going to talk Survivor first, then we'll go into our uh, spread picks. Uh, big shout out to Deion Sanders and every single better, including myself, <laughs> who, who thought that they had a chance against TCU. Uh, shout out my boy Joey Meeford, who watched it with me. I took him on the money line, took him at plus 21, put him on some parlays, and I even said to Joe, look, it's not about Dion's as, as much as it's about Shadur. The kid can play. He, my comp is Geno Smith. His son can play quarterback at Jackson State. He, he was throwing four or five touchdowns a game. Yes, it was against H, uh, HBCUs. Either way, I said to Joe, I'm like, yo, if, if he has time, we're going to find out the first series. Okay, if TCU's just chasing him all over the field like the Ravens defense, it's over. But if he's got time, he's going to pick him apart. This guy's a really good quarterback. Exactly what happened. And it's a cool story to watch. Big fan of Deion Sanders, always have been. And I'll be betting him against Nebraska again. Uh, sorry, Harris. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I got a couple teams. Um, maybe you want to piggyback this, Jeff. Yep. Some step forward, some step back. This is where I'm going to use some of my lack of futures. Uh, fortune and just sort of follow a team that I think is going to take a step back and maybe bet against them or forward and bet with them. Sure. In the NFC, it's the Washington football team. Big step forward with another division, you know, that's got a clear top dog, but there's a lot of meat on that bone coming out of the NFC East. Okay. Weak division past them and, uh, I think Washington takes a full step forward. The, the stench is over. Dan Schneider's out of the building. They open up the windows. Some fresh air came through FedEx Field. It's an old stadium. It was needed. So, kids got some moxie. Best Sam preseason Howell. game. Best preseason game in the history of the NFL. Ravens. Uh, some people were saying it was a hundred times better than an NBA regular season game. And and anyway, Washington, big step forward. That's a knock on Dallas, and that's Philly going to give back one, two games. Not necessarily to Washington, but keeps them alive more and, you know, more of a fighting dog. Big spread team going to be for me, Washington. And I said it right there, Dallas, big step back. They went and invited the kid from the party that's supposed to be there but shouldn't. Trey Lance in the building. like. Dak is shook. Do you know on the MVP board? This is where I got this information from. The MVP board, Dak Prescott and Trey Lance are the same. They're the same. That's fascinating. Plus 3,000. Okay? Trey Lance, Dak Prescott. You know who's fucking rattled? Dak Prescott, when he sees that. Okay? They're too thin everywhere. And again... Not not a Dallas. Jerry's tinkering too much. Mike McCarthy's got the play sheet like it's 1999. We're playing QB1 on N64 here. That's what I'm picturing. We're picturing an ancient Packers offense. Uh, that OC left the building. So, boo Dallas. Yay, Skins. Or uh, what, what's their team? Commanders. You've called them three things in this take. They are the Commanders, the Washington football team, and still the Skins in your heart, bud. <laughs> Yeah, not even Redskins, just Skins. Just the Skins. Just the Skins. So, uh, and on the AFC, uh, I got Cincy. Step back, Jeff. They're going to rush Joe Burrow back for what? 
into an ugly dog pound on opening day when they're going to get their full shot and even with him in, they might not win. Like, big mistake. Cincy, tough sked, and it's going to catch up to them. All right? Too many years of film. And you said it at the start, man. Step forward, Tennessee Titans. Uh, a creation of their atmosphere. The Jacksonville hype train is going to derail at some point. Maybe not week one, maybe not week 18. But it's going off the tracks. I'll tell you that right now. And Indy and Houston, two of the worst three teams in the league. Yep. You know, I usually I hate to say easy pickings, but he's a guy that can rally around a must win, treat it like a playoff game in week four. Hey, we're in Indy. If we don't win this game, we don't make the playoffs. Like he can turn the switch on a room like that. And Tannehill's last shot. The kid, I, I like it. I like it all, man. There's Tennessee, a, big step this, forward. This core of Titans team. This is this is it. You got a year or two left, Max, or else they'll Yeehaw. just re, they'll wash the whole thing. Probably this, right? Um, I couldn't agree more on the Bengals. Uh, again, I love Joe Burrow. I like their offense, but it's the division. I, I put it this way: I would say all three of the other teams in the Bengals division are taking a step forward this year, and that's what they're up against. Browns is my Browns is probably my team, or, or one of them. I think the Browns are going to be back on track. I think they're going to have a great Week One. And they're trying to put all this Deshaun Watson lubed up masseuse dick in your hands shenanigans behind them. We're not going to do that because you're still just you still got a fucking problem, bro. However, um, you know, 63 women on Instagram to give you a fucking massage and you slide your dick into like half of their hands. Just relax, bro. Throw the football. Okay. Either way, um, the Browns, the Steelers. Uh, with a revamped offense, Matt Canada, great name, bad OC, he gone. And uh, on the Ravens, with OBJ, new OC as well, and uh, just a stacked linebacker core on the Ravens that no one wants to run against. So I think the whole division is going to be tough uh, for the Cincinnati repeat. So I would, I'm definitely off Cincinnati to win the division and off them on their win total. So I like that a lot. Uh, I think... Just to just to kind of keep, I like this back one step forward, one step back thing. Two teams one. in the same division. Give me one. One going up, one going down. And I was I shat on this team last year before everyone else shat on them. And it's the Denver fucking Broncos. They're going up this year. Okay, they got Whoa. Sean Payton, who's a great coach for a small QB who cannot see over the line. He took Drew Brees, the things that he did great, and he made him he made him a Hall of Famer. I think he's going to take a look at what Russ does great and just accentuate that. We're going to have a much better, higher passing efficiency offense. And then pretty good. I think, I think Denver is going to take a step up, Uh, not win the division. You still don't pick Kansas city to win win the division. I, I, that was your number one pick last year in season six of teams to not win their division, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Either way, uh, I think the Raiders going to be awful. And I love the Raiders, so it makes me sad. But uh, Jimmy G's bad. He's older. He's hurt. And uh, you, they got a, a, an impossible division in, a, in, a very, in the toughest AFC I think I've ever been alive for. So Ooh. good luck, Raiders. I would take them under on their win total. And I don't like too many win total unders, but if you got some chips to push in, it ain't going to be Jimmy G by halfway through the season, and it won't matter.
Yo, I got, um, I'm the other way on Denver. We're the exact opposite. I was, <laughs> I was blowing them last year. You were dumping on them. Yep. You're now you're giving them a handy in the closet. Yep. I'm, and I'm trying to dump my prom date for the four I just met on the way home. So I think Russ and Peyton are going to have a rocky beginning. I think it's great year two, three. I think they work out the kinks. I think they both know this isn't the last year. Nobody's going anywhere this year or next year, right? So you kind of got this college feel like, by the way, Hugh, they got nobody to throw to. Your boy Cortland wants out. Patrick, he's, he's still there though. Cortland's still, still, still there. there. No, he's still there. And he's, he's like he's he, he's got the the size and shape and frame that that um, Sean Payton throws to a lot. So if you have got Cortland Sutton on your fantasy team, I think he's going to be good. And I like Cortland Sutton props big time because he's like a Marcus Colston. He's not the fastest guy. He's got a huge wingspan and he could just catch high balls. So I, I see more deeper balls. Anyway. I like it a I lot. You, I got you. I got you. Um, and then in the in the NFC, I'll, I'm going to give you. I'll give you one team. Okay, the Bucks. The Bucks are not going to be as bad as everybody thinks they are. Yes, I believe in Baker Mayfield, but I also believe in their backup. Trask is pretty good too, but they still have a Super Bowl winning defense from a couple of years ago. They got all, most of those players back, and they're all healthy. And they got Todd Bowles, a tough defensive coach, and they have the easiest division in football. So win totals. Up, chance at winning the division at plus nine fifty. Sure, Bryce Young and the Panthers ain't doing nothing. Okay, it's nothing. a write-off year nothing. for them. Nothing, nothing. Falcons are not as good as people think they are. This is Desmond Ritter. Okay, relax, everybody. This is Cincinnati Bearcat quarterback. Yeah, we'll you see. said it earlier. Bijan passed the Dijon, bro. Sure, but I mean, you know, did Derrick Henry take the Titans to the playoffs in the first in his first year? No. Yes. Okay. Huck saying he did. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit. By the way, that's the biggest pet peeve of football is that this guy hasn't played it down, and this guy's like the second, third best fantasy option on it's, the planet. It also depends if you have a keeper league. You, you're you're getting like a Derrick Henry for his career, so that's why. Oh, yeah. Last time I checked, Derrick Henry was six five, two sixty, coming down your throat, bro. Bijan's looking for the a gap, like a fucking church pew. At a packed Baptist house on a sun. Anyway, that's what I hate about football, okay? How you can be anointed. Here you go, anointed. There's the word of the day, anointed. So I agree with you, though. Uh, I I don't think the Bucs are going to be that that good because deep down, those championship players that they still have know that that's not a championship team, but they but they they know what it takes. They they like as in they do, they do. It, it, there's there's a there's a part of football that's just knowing how to win football games and how to not lose them. And I think the Bucks know that more than any other team in their division right. Any other team in their division right now. Excuse me. I I I, I low key respect that, and it's a perfect way to segue into our survivor here. Let's go, Survivor Week One. Fire you, You've talked me off of Minnesota to be. Uh, a major play. I hope so, because I that was going to be my survivor little chit chat. Don't take Minnesota. Yeah, we always have a little survivor chit chat, eh? Well, I got the cemetery crew with six entries. I got a high roller. Okay, we got seven entries coming out of Weird Mike, looking to crack that quarter mill. Love that. Uh, so, 
you know, obviously the biggest fave on the board is Baltimore minus yep. 10. And we all know they're great early and I've profited early for many years, including many years of this show. So I'm inclined to get down on Baltimore. And of course, I just said it earlier, step forward, step back, Washington football team. Yeah. There he is. Love that. Yeah, we got uh, Craig Waits, Warski Barbarian, one of the best barefooters in the whole goddamn world With just power. walked in. With power. With power. A lot of power. Uh, he's here to give us our 30-second CFL update for those of us who aren't paying enough attention. Hello, Jeff. Thank you for thank you for bringing me in here today. just want to give a big shout-out to the Argos who are uh, dominating this season, 9-1. Keeping it rolling. Big win against the Tie Cats on the Labor Day Classic with the play. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Phenomenal work by the Argo. I love trick plays. Uh, yeah, me, me and Craig, we, Craig are going about barefooting after this episode. He does it uh, almost every goddamn day. I do it maybe once a year. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. go Argos. Let's go, Argos. Um, how about that? Eh? They beat the Tie Cats. Yeah. So I've actually been getting down on the Argos and been riding that streak, uh, and very excited. And low key, been bringing in some business into the city. As the Argos get good, the other teams are flocking to Toronto, catch a ball game, catch a. Also, Argo it's game. so fun to watch the game at BMO Field. Like so much better than whatever it used to be. True story. Okay, so, uh, so we got what? So Baltimore, Washington, obvious the, the two obvious ones. But who I, you take? I got yes because you, you look at the board as dude. Much as I know, I, I know. Much of what I want to say, I love Washington. There's really nowhere else I'd take them with a gun to my head. The rest of the year, they're not going to be more than three or four point favorites anywhere, let alone at home to this. Looks like Arizona's throwing. You know, I love a good towel throw before the season and sure, guys. This is what it is, and, and and I'm on board with it. And it's going to get ugly early, but Kyler's going to come back, and they're going to win a few games. Yeah, so. but these first four games, it's literally like, okay, okay, no matter what, we're going to lose four. And then, like, Kyler, let's see what you can do, whatever. It's not often. As you say, like, literally a towel throw. Sometimes we, we, we throw that term around too much, but if you trade – Colt McCoy, the guy who's been in your, uh, you know, on your team for three years is the backup quarterback. He knows the personnel. He knows the systems. Even if you change the system from Kingsbury, he's been there all summer. If you were going to trade for Josh Dobbs, why didn't you do it in July or June? But like to do this a week before the season, it's literally seemingly an organizational tank. Players don't tank, Mike. But organizations do. It's true. So again, and I'm... I was not thinking I'm going to take Sam Howell and the Washington Commanders with any sort of survivor pick, especially early in the year, ever, especially when I have every team to, to pick from. However, it's hard not to like the t- the towel throw game. It's, it's literally a towel throw game. Uh, you you got to like the Ravens defense against the CJ Stroud and the Houston Texans, new coach, new everything. I would almost be more tempted to not take the Ravens if... Um, Old long neck, their their Stanford quarterback was starting for the Texans, but it's CJ Stroud, and he's gonna get he's gonna get rolled by by Baltimore. So, so I might I might be going with the chalk here and just take Baltimore because Baltimore's Baltimore's got some easy laydowns, man. 
They got the Colts at home. Baltimore's got that Big Ten schedule. Is it going to get easier Lurkin. than the Texans? Is it going to get easier than the Texans unless they play the Cardinals? You know, I don't know. Um. Anyway, don't. And I got Lamar play, healthy. Play to be. So you know, on this show, I don't tell you who to take in your Survivor because Survivor, everybody's cultivates their own and their own path. But the words of wise here from a recently half-turned Ange: Don't be stupid early. Don't be cute late. That's the survivor advice. Season seven. Look who's talking. Your boy, Hugh. Your boy, Ange, and the Cemetery crew. Six deep this year. Don't be stupid early. Don't be cute late. It is a tough. It's a tough week one sked for Survivor. There's a whole bunch of field goal games. So unless you want to really take a chance on it, some field goal game that you love. It's the, you know, there's a lot of people looking at the Vikings, which is why I just wanted to state for a fact. Sure. And you know, and you know when, and Jeffrey, and you know when these championship players are most likely to ignore these feelings of we know we don't have it? When we're 0 0? When it's week one. Yep. And if we're 1 0, then maybe the ball starts rolling. Sure. I got you. I got you. And again, I heard you. And I think Kirk Cousins, one year older, he's not the type of guy who ages like Tom Brady. Everything he does, he's going to do a little slower, a little weaker. Yes, he's got a mustache now. He seems like a really nice guy. Shout out to that great show on Netflix, Quarterback. But uh, I just don't, I feel like he's aging the opposite way. So, and and things work out like like everybody's now Kirk Cousins' buddy. They saw the show. They're like, hey, would everybody get off the guy's back? The guy loves his kids. He loves the game. He loves God. And, you know, everybody kind of took this step back on Kirk, like, hey, you know, back off. And now week one, everybody's going to take him. And Kirk doesn't know what to do with your admiration. Okay, that's what these Bible thumpers, once you give it to them, they give it back real quick. Okay, it's not all peaches and cream. Also, they got rid of two. They got rid of two of Kirk's favorite targets from the from the past few seasons. Hawkinson, or sorry, not Hawkinson. They they got uh, but, but Thielen gone. Uh, you know, no Dalvin Cook in the back backfield. I just mm. I don't know. Uh, I, I just stay away from the Vikings as a survivor pick. And I think the I think the Bucks are going to surprise some teams week one. I uh, su- surprised some people week one. Okay, so that's Survivor. I'm I'm going to be taking the Baltimore Baltimore Ravens, and if I lose with the chalk week one, I lose with the chalk week one. But I don't think I could take Sam Howell as like just when I, when I had every team available. But I do like Washington as well, and that leads me before we get into our picks. I'm giving you a bonus: the Potomac River teaser, folks. You know, if you're new to the show or you're new to gambling, you don't know what a teaser is. You can take teams. Uh, let's say they're favored by seven or six and a half. You can tease them down to just being needing to win the game. If they're favored by 10, it, you could tease them down to three uh, and so on and so forth with a two game teaser. You you need both teams to win by whatever their new spread is because you've teased it down and then it becomes like almost an even bet, but it is a popular type of way to bet on teams and get the point spread back to where you want uh, the Potomac river teaser. As in the river that's in D.C. that's somewhat close to separating Maryland and District of Columbia. Yeah, I'm taking the Washington Commanders, um, and I'm going to tease them from seven down to a half point, so they just need to win the game. And then on on that same two-game teaser, uh, I'm going to put like about three units on this. I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens. I'll tease them from 10 down to three. Now, here's the thing. You have to make sure that on your website that you're using that if you tie one game, then that does not equal a loss. So just make sure of that. 
because if you tie one game, it should just cancel it out and become a push. Those That's are that though. Special. I love that. I, the Baltimore's winning the fucking game. I think they're going to win by more than three. And Washington's not going to lose to Josh Dobbs and the Cardinals, who are organizationally tanking for the first four games. There you go. The Potomac River. Look at you, Jeff, appealing to the geography nut in me, eh? I appreciate that. I appreciate you. We got Mike. week one. That's 16 games. Yep. And this Monday's game is so big that they only put one. You know, they I always start the year with two. Well, guess when they did it? They did it week two. Week two has two Monday night games. Did you know that, Jeff? I, I'm so excited for week one. I haven't looked that far ahead yet, but Saints, great. Panthers, Browns, Steelers, 7-15, oh, 8-15. Next Steelers Monday. It's going to be money. September 18th. Uh, all right. Yeah. So anyway, we've got our pick six. Remember, uh, we're giving you I'm giving you six picks, a bronze, a silver and, and a gold. Obviously, my three favorites. They are ranked for a reason. And then I'll give you three more. Uh, let's see how our record can do this year. We were just floated just at 50 percent last year. We were 57 percent the year before and uh, up closer to about 64 percent the year before that. And we went on a crazy run about two years ago where we were like 36 and six. After about five weeks, it was fucking crazy. Okay, uh, Mike, are you ready? I am. Hey, you go first. No. Okay. <laughs> it's your show, and Angeletti loves nothing more than jumping the block on the second hole, if you know. I do you know. know. All right, okay. here we go. Uh, you pick. You Okay, gold pick, ladies and gentlemen. I'm taking the Cleveland Browns at plus two and a half over Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't think Joe Burrow is going to be totally healthy. And if he does play, that's great. He's a tough guy. I'm sure he's going to make some great. His particular type of injury is going to hinder his pocket mobility. And Cleveland is out for blood. They got a great rushing attack. They got a fantastic O-line. They're going to run the ball down the Bengals' throats in this new battle of Ohio. They're ready to wash all the stink from the massages dick hands, the masseuses dick hands down in Houston. And this season off to a great start. Keep in mind the Cleveland Browns were a fantastic team two years ago. Yeah, they had Baker Mayfield, a bit of a downfall, a downfall season with his shoulder and stuff, but they beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh in the playoffs and were rolling with their Nick Chubb and their rushing attack. And I think that the Cleveland Browns with an injured Joe Burrow, even if Joe Burrow was not injured, I'd li- I like the Browns in this spot. I think, the, I think they're going to run the ball all day and just bore the Bengals to death. And it's going to be a solid, straight-out victory. Call it 24-20 to 20 for the Cleveland Browns. That's my gold pick. That's for all you guys. The dog pound. Silver pick. Yeah, weird. But I'm taking the Denver Broncos. All right. It is time for the Denver fans to have fun. Okay. Because they were helping Russ with the play clock last year because they were getting home field delay of games in like the second quarter because they couldn't run an offense. Well, they brought in a guy who runs one of the best offenses in the league. His name's Sean Payton. He's got a good secondary with Patrick Sertain, maybe one of the best corners in the league to take away. Um, Devontae Adams or at least help with that 
And they got the Raiders got rid of all the best some of their best weapons. They don't use Hunter Renfro. I don't know why, because Josh McDaniels doesn't like first downs. Uh, they traded Darren Waller. I don't know why, because they don't like world class tight ends. They got rid of Derek Carr. I kind of agreed with that, but they brought in Jimmy Garoppolo. Did not agree with that. This is my seventh straight year of thinking Jimmy Garoppolo is overrated, and now he's just older and hurt. So I think the Raiders are going to get spanked. All right, three and a half. I, again, this tells you how much I like this line. I don't like that half point, but I think the, the Broncos are going to win by more than a touchdown. Thanks, Sean Payton and Russ with a nice little comeback game for the home fans to let them know, hey, let's ride. All right, bronze pick. I'm taking the New York Giants at home to the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night football, plus three and a half at home. This is all about coordinators. All right. Kellen Winslow has helped Dallas be one of the best uh, best offensive teams in the league for four straight years with a guy who can't really throw that great of a deep ball or that great of an arching cross cross pass, Dak Prescott. Yep. They got Tony Pollard getting more touches now. That'll be good for the Cowboys. But they got rid of they got rid of uh, it's not Kellen Winslow. They, uh, they're uh, Kellen Moore. Sorry, their offensive coordinator, who's now with the Los Angeles Chargers, and Mike McCarthy is now the play caller for the Dallas Cowboys. This is going to be a real problem for them. Either way, and uh, the Giants they picked up that world class tight end named Darren Waller. All right, they got a couple receivers in the draft: Jalen Hyatt at Tennessee. And I like their weapons. And I like who who they are as a team. They know who they are. They got a Daniel Jones-led offense that can run the ball. And they'll give it off to Saquon. And they're going to waste this clock. And let's see if Mike McCarthy can ace 70% of his drives. Because they're going to just shrink this game. Final. 20-17 to 17 for the New York Giants who go 1-0. All right. That's two straight-up dogs to win outright. All right. Uh, with my fourth pick, I'm ta- taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus six at the Minnesota Vikings. Again, this is Baker Mayfield and a Super Bowl uh, a playoff defense that can keep this game tight. And as long as Baker doesn't turn the ball over, which I don't think he will because you can run against the Vikings and they're going to run the ball a lot. And Baker is he's not some rookie. All right, he's, he know he knows the mistakes that he's made in the past, and more than anything, he no longer has an injury to his throwing shoulder. And he's been with the Bucks the entire offseason, and he looked pretty damn good in preseason. And he knows this is your prove it year. This is his walk on season in the NFL. All right, prove it. You got a job that comes with about a hundred million dollars. Don't. Well, there's always the CFL. That's what Baker's year is like. And he's got a great situation. He's got an easy division. He knows if this, if he can get off to a great start here, uh, he, he can really make a career of this whole quarterback thing like he was supposed to. Uh, and again, I just, I think Kirk Cousins is a year older. They lost, he lost uh, Thielen. They've lost Zadarius Smith. They lost a lot of players. I mean, they haven't really replaced them with any. I'm not saying I hate the Vikings because off-season news is a little bit too much sometimes. And people take too much of it if it's not quarterback movement or coach movement. But the Vikings have done nothing to improve themselves. And I I would have taken... I, I like the Bucks here. Plus six. I think it's a field goal game. Vikings win with a last-second field goal. Sure. All right. My uh, fifth pick. I am taking... The Buffalo goddamn Bills on Monday football. Minus two and a half. All right, let's go. This is Josh Allen in his 30 for 30 year as they trek on their way through the toughest AFC in history to raise their first Lombardi trophy. And I'm interested to see what happens when the Jets go down in this game. 
because they have gotten a happy-go-lucky 0-0 Aaron Rodgers trying to restart his life like a like a like a guy on his second marriage who's trying to ignore the fact that he was very abusive with the first one. All right. Hey, look at me. I'm all friendly and nice. I got handshakes with my teammates. Yeah. Well, you're gonna are you just gonna like sort of put a coat on and shrug your shoulders when you throw an interception or your team's down, you know, 14 to 3 at half? I don't know, Aaron. I don't think you do either. The New York fans are going to turn on you if you do. And then what happens? Brett only lasted a year there, and he got them to one of their best records in a long time. Let's see how you do. I'm going to take the Bills. Hungry. A full-on team for six years. This is like the Jets have put together a bit of an all-star team. And all-star teams take a couple games to get going. I think the Jets will be good this year. Just not week one. Give me the Bills. All right? The true New York team on Monday Night Football. And my sixth pick, even though Cooper Cup, I've taken McVay, the Rams, and Matt Stafford to keep this division game close. Five and a half points is just too much for me. The Seahawks uh, have gone from everyone thinking they're one of the worst teams in the league to everyone thinking they're one of the best teams in the league, and they're somewhere in the middle. All right? And the Rams, they're also somewhere in the middle. So these are two middle teams meeting, and one team's got a better quarterback, one team's got a better team. So I'll take the better quarterback to keep it close. Seahawks win this game by a field goal, and there we go. You! Woo! Woo! <laughs> Love the Cleveland play. Cleveland, man. I think deep down they're going to rest Joe just a little. Just a they little should. They should. Place to bring him back where everybody wants him dead. Yeah. Like the dog pound is no place to. There's this guy named Miles Garrett. He's got arms the size of my yeah. torso. Like yeah. maybe just sit this one out. Way, way bigger than your torso, Jeff. It's true. Um, but I think the Browns are going to be good because although you've mentioned his lubed up uh, male appendage several times, I don't think anybody gives a fuck anymore. No. We're now 15 new cycles past his pee-pee. And I think they're going to let him cook, man. Are we going to you know, let Russ cook thing? I think Deshaun is going to be free balling. How about That's that? Let Deshaun free ball. Let's go. <laughs> That's the campaign that needs to be kick-started for the Browns to the division title. I am not in the dog pound, but I'm walking a dog early and hopefully often because I think they're going to let him loose. They got that power run game, and that's when they're going to become lethal. They're going to really dial into both. Yeah. I, I, you, I, I think we could see, like, the Browns smoke them. Not, like, not smoke them, yeah, but just run yeah. early and then, like, play and action then- late. And Bengals are dead, and Brownies to the Super Bowl. And, and that's, and that's the the beauty of the NFL. The whole Love just it. the whole outlook just switches just in one half. <laughs> they don't even need to have a good second half. Just twenty eight three first half. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're yeah. good. And because well, Deshaun's been seeing this now, yeah, as he's laying, getting his massages from random ladies from from Missouri. Uh, all the list of the top five, top ten quarterbacks in the league. He doesn't seem to be anywhere near these lists. And free uh, massage suspension. The guy was one of the top six quarterbacks in the league. So let's see if he can regain that form. And I think he will, especially 0-0 at home in the dog pound to Cincy. All right, let's hear your picks, bud. Unless you yeah, keep the rebuttal going. Oh, what do you mean? The rebuttal's my fave, bro. I know. <laughs> I uh, don't like Denver this year, but love them in this spot week one. Yeah. 
<clears throat> you know, they're at home, the DJ, the coach, it, 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 it meshes and, and puts this false sense of harm, harmony yes. on the organization. And I like it. And the Buccaneers, um, I'll tell you why I don't love it, the spread. I think Minnesota's in a really tight spot. They got Philadelphia on Thursday at Philly on a short week at Philly's home opener in prime time. So that's that to me, that's a really tough spot where, you know, you're 0-2 and the season's four days old. You know, so I think they got some real urgency. The six, <clears throat> that was the survivor angle. Um yeah, I, I could see. Feel, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stay away from that game more and more. I think about it. Minnesota's in a tough spot early. If you think if, about if, it, if uh, let's put it this way, I think if the, the Bucks have less than three turnovers, they, they. <laughs> yeah. By the way, two, you know they really the like if they have less than three, they cover the spread. You know, who's really angry is was Thursday night football last year. They went ahead and wrestled away some of the best games. Starting week one with basically a title preview game. I mean, a lot of people liking both these teams to go a long way. You got Philly and Mini on Thursday to start next week. Uh, I don't like the Bills. I think it's a lot of trepidation. I think a Monday night screw job is lurking. So I'm going to tread lightly. Might include them to tail end some parlays so I could get in cheap. <clears throat> Maybe you guys can do the same. And uh, I think Cup bailing. No Cooper Cup week one. In Seattle, by the way. So I think it's a, yeah, no, a no, that, celebration of last year. I think it's a celebration of last year. And Seattle has like this high school feeling of euphoria on this week one at home. Uh, I think it they gets just, they're, just not shit, they're not shit kickers. You know what I mean? They're not. They don't, they, they're not going to be up 14. Like with, with the Rams trying to like backdoor cover this. The whole thing, the whole game's going to be within one possession, I think. No, they're not shit kickers, but the Rams are bailers. The Rams can bail at half after if, a drive. If Stafford's not hurt, they don't bail. If if he gets hurt, they're done for the season. That's it. Gone. First pick. <laughs> um. So we got my weird pick back. Yep. Smash and sprinkle in effect this week. Heavy on both. Super heavy on. Remember last year, fire start. Fire start seven and one to start last year was alone in pick six week three through the season. So I love me some early fall football. Just I love me some early fall golf. We got the New York Giants back in the Hugh Bronze plus three and a half. Let's go triple double smash prime time hungry home dog. I'm Jack City. For Sunday night football. Let me tell you something, folks. Okay, I'm dusting off that Eli Manning jersey I got. And I'm going to glue some dollar bills to it. Biggest play of the week. Maybe the season. We got too many moving parts with Dallas. You nailed it perfectly. That's why I didn't go into it in your picks, you. Moving parts. No Zeke. People see that as a good thing. The motherfucker took 30 hits a game. Between carries and blitz pickups. Okay, that guy was the guy was a weirdo, but the guy knew how to win when the chips were down and 
Pollard's not the guy that's going to take those extra 30 hits. They got other guys. I get it. It's not all Tony. But it's more Tony. And I don't think he's going to be so handsome coming out of all this. Especially with all the hate everybody has for the Cowboys consistently. Especially Gotham City at night in week one. Okay? That is a... We got the Giants firmly on the same page. Okay? Saquon... He, he probably shouldn't have, but he took a knee. And he said, I'm in. Give me some. I don't need all. And that's going to rally everybody. Daniel Jones got his bag. Now he's got the chip to play up to it. Dable's got all his pawns and chess pieces in place. And a much better offensive play caller than, than McCarthy. Yeah. Yes. So we got a big, and it's three and a half. And I'm getting down on it hard. It's a, it's a sexy hook, isn't it? Oh, baby. Hard. Hard. And uh, we got a little sprinkle. Another big city. Another game that's gotten a little no love from us. I got the Chicago Bears at minus one. Line jumping the fence. Packers to Bears. Okay, this isn't about Jordan Love. This is about a new era for Bears fans with Aaron Rodgers gone. It could be anybody in there for the Packers. Week one and the Bears win this game. Yeah. Okay. They steamrolled the Niners as seven point dogs in week one at Soldier Field last week. Okay. Nobody loves zero and zero more than the Bears fans. Okay. When you're when you're buried in mediocrity, zero and zero. We live through those bills with blood. That's why I love it. Yeah. JP Lossman's Bills, man. The go. best, the best game, the best part of the year. It was right before kickoff week one because <laughs> we hadn't lost yet. <laughs> so we got a short price on a hungry home. It's basically a pick of minus one. Um, Love has got to deal with the hate week one, and it's not a great place to get your wings. That's a tough draw for the Packers. They would love him to roll in later in the year, seasoned, having the lore and the war behind his back. So... And, of course, everybody, you know, everybody's talking Detroit, all the hype. I think it's the NFC North. I think the Bears got the, the extra win or two in their back pocket with DJ Moore. Justin Fields is going to try to have have a Lamar-type year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's looking I, for I, I'm liking your – I like your handicap. I had the Bears as, like, my seventh pick. I was rotating them in and out. Uh, went with the Rams instead, but I'm liking the Bears. So we got a – we got a we got an early big smash, and we got a heavy sprinkle on Gotham City and the Windy City, folks. Welcome back. Look who's talking. Hot early. You know it, baby. Weird Mike, baby. Let's go. Let's All right, go. So the wait is sure. over. Off season is done. I've been talking about it with Baby Cat for two months. I've been on boat cruises. I've been on golf courses. I've been at the falls. I've been freaking everywhere preaching the offseason. It's over now. You're listening. It's over, folks. We did it. Thank you. I, I literally went coast to coast this summer. It's been tiring. <laughs> yeah. I started uh, with Brooke. We were on this 5K Poem Fest tour. We started in Vancouver Island, May 2-4 weekend, and went Vancouver, Surrey, Sun Peaks, Calgary, Edmonton, Regina spent 21 hours in Regina. That's about all you need, folks. <laughs> it looks like Brantford. <laughs>
Bradford getting a lot of shout-outs. Anyway. By the way, just, just, just so you know, we're not banging on Bradford. It's 100 times better than Orchard Park if the Bills weren't there. Like, sure. <laughs> if the sure. Bills weren't there, just for some perspective. Nicer people in Orchard Park, though, let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, make, make sure you follow at, at Hughes Talking. I'm going to give away one prop of the day for every single day of football, whether that's Thursday, Monday, Saturday, or fucking some disease hits, and we got Wednesday football. I'm going to give you a prop of the day that will probably be around an even bet to get your money back because I'm also on the next page of the story. I'm going to give you one same-game parlay to win a house in Bowmanville. All right? We'll try it 17 times, and we'll see you in Bowmanville at some point. But I'll give you a prop as well so that hopefully all these long-shot bets are free. So it'll be like Darren Waller to catch four balls and then some same-game parlay with a Darren Waller touchdown, Giants to win, blah, 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 for instance, on Sunday Night Football. So I want people to to know about the schedule. And you said random days of football. That this year includes Christmas Day, Jeff. There are three NFL games competing with the five NBA traditional games. And I'm talking heavyweight hitters, three games, one. It's like Thanksgiving. They put Thanksgiving on Christmas, the NFL. So you said earlier, favorite day. Now the favorite day has combined. George Costanza is fucking in the kitchen with a pastrami sandwich. The world's have collided and much like the episode. I hope it's not too much. And now for the trifecta. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Uh, One last little thing for you. Sean McVay coach of the year plus 3,500. All right. Because he's got a bunch of young kids. That's how the media sets it up. So everyone's expecting them to suck, bunch of kids. You know what happens if some NFL coach that people already like gets a bunch of young kids to the playoffs? Coach of the year, plus 3,500. I got Tyreek Hill, MVP, if he goes for 2,000 yards, like I think he might. And if he's got a shitty quarterback, which I think he does, could be the first wide receiver to win MVP in a long time, paying plus 15,000. 10 bucks pays 1,500. Give the kid a shot. That's all for me. I got... Uh... I'm going to take a bonus pick here. Last call. I'm taking the game of the year, the over. Chargers, Dolphins. I don't care what the number is. SoFi is going to blow up. That is low-key game of the year. I love that over. It's 51 and a half. It's actually a really good pick. I'm into it. I back that over. And do we got anything to shut the huck up? Go Titans. Fuck it, Abe. Welcome back. See you next week. Guess who just got back today? Them wild eyed boys that had been away. Haven't changed, had much to say. But man, I still think them cats are great. They were asking if you were around. How you was, where you could be found. Told them you were living downtown. Driving all the old men crazy.